The following program is sponsored by Bell & Pollock PC. Welcome to Champions of the People, the Bell and Pollock Injury Show. Attorneys Gary Bell and Brad Pollock are ready to work for you. Reach Gary, Brad, and their team at championsofthepeople.com or by calling 303-795-5900. That's 303-795-5900. Good morning, Colorado. Here we go. Y'all ready for this? This is the Bell and Pollock Legal Show. It's the Champions of the People Injury Show. Our website, championsofthepeople.com, because we champion people's claims, causes, injury claims, and we've done it for over 30 years. We established our firm in 1984 with a vision of helping individuals and their families recover from injuries. We've done it ever since. We can put our experience to work for you. You can call us and visit with us anytime at 303 795 Five nine zero zero seven nine five fifty nine hundred, or just go to our website championsofthepeople.com. All of our information is there. All of our shows are there. Our podcasts are there, and we have six books published. They're free to you. You can download an e-copy free on our website championsofthepeople.com. We have books on insurance, Colorado car insurance, hit and run, cowards of the street. And our first book, we just got a second edition, revised edition. Our first book was entitled, Don't Get Hurt Twice in the Same Accident. Once in the accident and again on the insurance claim. That's been updated. Revised, second edition on our website, championsofthepeople.com for you. For your information, for your education, for your edification. We're glad to do it. We do these shows to try to educate you. Okay, today we're talking about uh, what sounds like a boring subject, but subrogation and all the permutations uh, that flow from the doctrine of subrogation. But it's simple. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Listen to this. You've been injured. It's your injury, right? And when they pay you, the insurance company for the at-fault party finally pays you fair compensation. It's your money. So it's your injury and your money. Why don't you get to keep it? Why do you have to give part of it away? Why do you have to give a lot of it away? How can you do anything about it? Can you beat that doctrine? Can you beat that concept? You're paid money, but then you have to turn around and pay somebody else with the money you got for your injuries. How and why does that work? And that's what we're going to be talking about today. So, Brad, let's talk about the doctrine of subrogation just a little bit. Let's set it up and give people an example. You're injured in a car accident. What the heck is a subrogation anyway? Yeah, that, that's a concept that's kind of new to a lot of people when they get into this kind of case or when they get into this kind of business. Uh, subrogation is simply this. Uh, you've been hurt in a crash. Uh, you need medical care. You need other things taken care of like uh compensation for lost income and uh, your your deductibles. You, you need some money and you need some medical care. And so you go out and you get these things stating to the companies or the medical providers or telling people that you it's the result of a crash. And it's the result of a crash, it's not your fault. And so when these providers give you this money or this medical care, they expect to get paid. Now, the providers a lot of times get paid by an insurance company, and it's your health insurance company. And your health insurance companies or the providers or anybody who's paying the providers look and they say they want to be subrogated. They want to have the right to get some of the money that you receive in the crash, that you receive from the crash, from the responsible party. And so you've subrogated to them. You've agreed that they're going to be able to get some of that money. Um, Sometimes it's not an agreement. Sometimes there's a lot. 
Sometimes there's a rule. Sometimes there's a common law. Sometimes there's a statute. Uh, sometimes there's a claim made. Sometimes there's a lien. But what it is is they're saying, well, look, we advanced money and we took care of you and we did things to help you overcome your injuries from the crash. And now we want to get paid. We want to get paid back from the responsible party. Uh, we know we can't go directly against that responsible party. So we want you to go get it and then we want you to pay it to us. All sounds great. It all sounds reasonable. I think the way I just said it, most people would say that that sounds pretty reasonable. But when you get to insurance companies, you start saying, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. I've been paying you a premium every month. I've been paying you money every single month to take care of me in the event I get injured or I get sick. And now you're telling me that you want the money from the responsible party that caused the crash instead of me getting it. Well, then why was I giving you premiums? And why did I pay all those health insurance premiums, which are huge? And you start wondering, well, wait, that doesn't make sense. And then you start going to if you've got short-term disability and you collect some of that, you're going, wait a minute. You gave me disability money while I was hurt from this crash, and now you want this money back that I've recovered from the responsible person, but I gave you premiums. Or I worked for a company that gave you premiums, and that caused me to get less money. And you start saying, this doesn't make whole or make sense, especially when I haven't been made whole, when I haven't gotten enough money to really compensate me and put me back in the position I was prior to the crash. And if I give you this money, I'm going to be so far down that I'm never going to recover from this crash. But you know what's going to come to me next month? Your premium bill. And your premium bill is going to come to me month after month after month. Why I also have to give you the money from the people who compensate me for the injuries they caused. What a great business model. That's a great business model. We've talked about this for years. Okay, so, you know, you're in, an, you're in a car crash. Let's say you're rear-ended. You treat with a doctor and you go through all your conservative modalities and maybe you have to have more aggressive modalities of treatment. And it costs money. So let's use an example. Let's say you had to go to the emergency room. It, it, will, it will apply even if you didn't have to go to the emergency room. But let's say you did. Your medical bills are now $15,000. $15,000, that's going to be our example. And then let's say, uh, let's make this up and say you recovered $35,000 from the at-fault insurance company, right? $35,000. And now you have to pay back the $15,000. And Brad just said, why? You've been paying a premium all these years. Some of this doctrine and law has changed. We're going to cover it today, but some is not. And so you might be sitting there or driving there and asking the question, where does this doctrine of subrogation come from? It's a common law doctrine. That means it's a case-made doctrine. Or there are statutes that modify it. But people ask us that question all the time, Brad, and they're a little bit surprised when we tell them, well, the insurance contract that you have with your health insurance company, health insurance company XYZ, that insurance contract has language in it. And people usually say, you've got to be kidding me. I, I didn't negotiate that. No, you didn't. But it's in the contract. So that's a contractual right of subrogation. There's also statutory rights of subrogation. But the contractual right of subrogation, right, is right there in the contract. And, and uh, you know, if you have this issue or question, you can call us anytime at 303-795-5900. That's 795-5900. We do all kinds of injury cases. But, but, but Brad, the language in the health insurance contract that we're talking about usually says, well, if you're injured by a third party, 
we're subrogated and you have to pay us back. So let's explain the difference. If you go to the hospital or the doctor like you have diabetes, no car accident, no trauma, right? Then they're going to pay your medical bills. But when you go with a car accident injury, they want their money back. That's exactly right. So let's let's start because, Gary, you make, you make a good point. And right now, everybody out there that's listening, if you've read your insurance policy from beginning to end, please call us right now. And I have a feeling nobody's going to, the phone's not going to ring. We got an award for you. The ring's not going to, the, the phone's not going to ring. And uh, because the only people who read those policies from beginning to end, I, uh, as a matter of fact, go to your insurance agent and ask them if they've read a policy, one of the policies from beginning to end. Every single word of it. And I bet they haven't read it. The only people who read those things are the people who are writing them and lawyers. That's it. And, and there's another word for that, but I can't mention the word on the air. Yes, and that that's it. So, so you know, uh, you, you haven't read it in the policy. You you believe that you're getting health insurance when you're getting health insurance. Most of you haven't even seen the health insurance policy because you get it through work or some kind of company or some kind of thing where where you don't even see the policy. You don't know what's in the policy. You haven't read the policy. You don't have the slightest idea what the policy is all about. So what what you do know is you get the, the little summary, and it says here's how much your deductible is, here's how much your copay is, here's how much you got to get before we start paying things. Yes, you get regular medical physician visits or whatever free, or 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 regular annual visits free, and certain certain tests free, and uh, or would get paid by the insurance company. And then they tell you, you know. And if you get sick or if you get hurt, we're going to pay your medical bills. Now, I think, once again, most people listening probably don't even know really how they get paid, how it gets paid. They really don't know what part of the bill gets paid, what part of the bill doesn't get paid. They don't understand it. And, and Gary, I, I can tell you, you know, there's a lot of medical providers who don't understand how they're supposed to get paid either. Exactly. Uh, it's very, very confusing, but you have to have attorneys that can sort this out. Uh, right. You can call us anytime at 303-795-5900. That's 795-5900. You can go to our website, championsofthepeople.com. We cover this subject in one of our books. we got six books there. But today we're talking about subrogation. Isn't that a fascinating concept? You pay your health insurance company premiums, and then there's a provision that when you're injured by a third party, that's the at-fault driver that rear-ended you, a third party, and their insurance company, then you have to pay them back. And people people ask us all the time, Brett, uh, do we really have to do that? Yeah. If you if you get injured by a third party that's caused you to have to go to the hospital, it's caused you to have to get medical care, and then you go get money from that third party in response because they caused you that injury, you have to pay that money back to the insurance company under normal circumstances and pre-statutes that have come out. And if it's an ERISA plan, we'll get into that. You have to pay that insurance company back. And you don't get your premiums back. They get to keep those too. So you've got to start thinking about that when we start talking about subrogation rights. Is there any hope on this subject? Yes, there is hope. Is there any way to beat this? Yes. But you have to have aggressive attorneys and you have to have know what you're doing. And you've heard me say this. And you have to have a legal game plan. And you can get our book, Legal Game Plan. We wrote a book called Legal Game Plan. Do you see how important it is? Every facet of your injury case, we are injury attorneys. Every facet has to have a strategy, a legal game plan. Our book, Legal Game Plan, is on our website, championsofthepeople.com. For a reason. So you will have your strategy to beat the insurance company on both ends of the transaction. The one who injured you, their driver, and your health insurance company. 303-795-5900. 
Bell and Pollock, Champions of the People. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell and Pollock. This is your legal minute. You're injured. It's a car crash. You've been rear-ended. Now you're going to talk to the insurance adjuster. Surely they're going to help you. Wrong. Surely they're going to be on your side. Wrong. Do you know what to say and do in the very first phone call with the insurance adjuster? If they said, we're going to send you a few forms to fill out, would you do it? We're going to send you some releases and a questionnaire. Should you do it? No. Should you sign the releases? No. You need to listen to our show. Go to our website. Listen, championsofthepeople.com. There's a button there that you can hit, and it's called What You Need to Know Before the Very First Phone Call with the Insurance Adjuster. You can come in, have a free initial consultation with us, and we'll help you there. And we'll give you a free legal game plan. Bell and Pollock, championsofthepeople.com will help you. Bell and Pollock. Find them online at championsofthepeople.com. We're back with Champions of the People, the Bell and Pollock Injury Show. For over three decades, the personal injury attorneys at Bell and Pollock have provided compassionate, personalized legal service. Put their experience to work for you. Go to championsofthepeople.com or call 303-795-5900. All right, here we go. Welcome back. Fasten your seatbelts. Gary Bell, Brad Pollock. Our law firm is Bell and Pollock. We are injury attorneys. We have offices in Denver and Steamboat Springs. We do cases all over the state of Colorado, anywhere, anytime. We have for years. We've done jury trials in all four corners of this state. We can help you. And in between, we can do your case. You want experience? We got some. Over three decades, we've helped injured victims and their families put their lives back together again and go on down the road. And to do it with fair, adequate compensation and to protect your rights on the subrogation rights that we're talking about today, right? 303-795-5900. If you want to ask us an insurance question, call us. Two people called me this week. They weren't in an accident. They want to know about insurance. We're there for you. Isn't it great? You have information. Go to our website. The information is there. Today we're talking about subrogation. Okay, you're injured in a car crash. That's our example. You have $15,000 of medical bills, and you recover $35,000 from the at-fault party's insurance company. And your health insurance company who paid the $15,000 wants their money back. You know, the title of our show today, it's your injury, it's your money. Why not keep it? Is there a way to do it? Is, are there ways to do it? Yes, there are strategies that you can follow. Right? So, Brad, let's break this down. One element that you can recover in a case are your medical bills. There are elements, don't be misled. Many times we have people come in our office and say, well, they said they're going to pay my medical bills and a little extra for pain and suffering. No, 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 no. There's more to it than that. But we're going to talk about the one component today, the medical bills. So in our example, Brad, the the medical bills are $15,000. And let's talk about what the retail value and the discounted wholesale value is and what difference does it make under the case law of Colorado? Right. It makes a lot of difference. Uh, the, the, the first thing that we want to talk about when you get into this is, though, that you need insurance. Uh, insurance is important, and your car insurance is important. Your underinsured motorist coverage is important. Your uninsured motorist coverage is important. If you can get health insurance, it's important. If you can't get health insurance, then your uninsured, underinsured motorist coverage and your med pay is more important than you could ever believe. You've got to get it, and you've got to get it in a good, healthy amount, especially if you don't have health insurance. You've got to get it in the highest amounts you can afford. 
And I've said this before. If your insurance agent is trying to talk you out of that, get a new insurance agent. You don't want to be without that kind of insurance coverage. Like, and especially if for some reason you don't have health insurance or if your health insurance isn't very good. But what we start talking about is when we talk about it, what the health insurance companies do. You wonder how the health insurance companies make profits? They make profits in every way, in everything they do. They make sure they're going to have a lot of money in their, in their, in their checking accounts and, and in their savings accounts and in their bonds and in their investments. And how do they do that? Well, one of the ways they do that is they collect your premium. And they collect your premium on a regular basis, as you know, and you know, your employer is paying for it or they're getting their money. But what else is happening? What else is happening is they're going to the medical providers and they go to the medical providers throughout the entire country and they look at the hospitals, they look at the doctors, they look at the therapists, they look at everybody who's involved in providing medical care for you and they tell them, okay, we know what you usually charge. Yeah, you've got a, a, a rate, you've got a, a charge that's, that's a common charge in the community. This is the amount that everybody pays in the community or the, this is the amount that's charged in the community. We're not paying that. So this doctor's visit that normally you would charge $250 for, we're going to give you 100 And you're going to take our $100, period. And if you don't take our $100, we're not going to send any of our insurance to you. Because we're not going to make you in our network. You're not going to be a preferred person in our network. So your name's not going to come up and you're not going to, nobody's going to know about you or you're not going to be able to get um, the business. Now, why is it important for you to have us, the insurance company, the, the, the people you deal with to take our amount? Because not only are we going to send you business, but we're going to set up a procedure that when we send you the business and when you fill out the right paperwork, you're going to get your $100 quickly. You're not going to have to wait. And they look and they say, you know, the people who don't have insurance, it takes a long time for them to pay those bills. It takes them a long time to be able to to be able to give you your money. And you have a cash flow problem then. You can't pay for your medical facilities that you have. So we've got you over a barrel. You're going to take our rate. We don't care what you normally would charge. You're going to take the rate we have set, not what's necessarily the standard in the community, and, we're, and you're going to get what's called the discounted value. And we're going to make sure that you're getting the discounted value on a regular basis, and you're going to take it, and the doctors, the hospitals, everybody else goes, fine, we'll do that. Because they know it's enough for them to do very well themselves. They're going to be financially okay. They know they get regular cash flow. They know they get regular business. They know they get regular customers. They, it, it, it even saves them having to do much advertising. You don't see a lot of doctors advertising. You don't see them out there saying, come to me. You know, you see lawyers advertising. You see car, car companies advertising. You see people advertising like crazy. Do you see doctors advertising? Because they're, set, they're hooked up with the insurance company, and they do it because they take a discounted amount because some of the money that they're giving up is money they would have otherwise spent in marketing. So this legal fight is over discounted amount and retail value, right? And so we're going to break this down a little bit further. We're just touching the, the, the surfaces. We're scratching the, the top of it because there's so much to talk about that we can't cover in the show. But we want you to know the very important things. You can call us anytime at 303-795-5900. Gary Bell, Brad Pollock, our law firm is Bell & Pollock. Our website is championsofthepeople.com. Let's go back to our example. 
You're injured in a car crash. You're rear-ended. Your medical bills are $15,000. You recover $35,000 from the at-fault party's insurance company. They want to pay you. But your health insurance company now wants to be paid back the $15,000. The at-fault party's insurance company doesn't want to pay you the $15,000 to begin with. They want to pay the lower discounted rate Brad was just talking about. So in our example, the retail value of the services is $15,000. But what the health insurance company, your health insurance company, actually paid your doctors and the hospital, right, for your medical medical treatment was less than fifteen grand. let us say it was $9,000. Now, the at-fault insurance party, Brad, says we don't want to pay you the fifteen grand because that's not the true figure. The true figure was the $9,000 discounted value or the reduced value because that's the doctor or the hospital or the care, health care provider entered into a contract with your health insurance company to take less. Brad just went through that. And the less in our example is $9,000. Can you recover? And we got a new case in Colorado on it. Can you recover, Brad, the $15,000 retail value from the at-fault party's insurance company? Can you recover that? Or are you stuck with and limited to the discounted value, the $9,000 that the health insurance company actually paid to the doctor? And we've got a great case on this. We do have great cases, the Garden Schwartz case. And it, 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 it came out, the Supreme Court took a look at it and weighed the equities in it and said, look, we're going to give that $15,000. We're going to give that to the insured. We're going to give that to the injured party. And it, it, you're probably going, wait, 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 wait. Why would they get that? Well, Let's make sense of it. First of all, the insured is the one who's paid the premium all this time to get that discounted value, that $9,000. Secondly, the insured's really not getting anything when the $9,000 gets paid because they're getting the regular care. They, they haven't realized a benefit, just the, the health insurance company's gotten a break. But then the question is, who do we give the $6,000 break to? Do we pass it on to the negligent party, the party who caused the crash, the party we ran into and put all this in motion and was negligent, maybe drunk, maybe de- texting, maybe not paying attention, whatever happened? Or do we give the benefit to the person who had the health insurance, to the person who gets less on their paycheck because they have health insurance, the person who takes money out of their paycheck to pay for the health insurance, the person who paid some deductibles? Do we give the benefit to the negligent party that caused all the problems, or do we give it to the victim who is entire who who was hurt in the beginning and spent all the money and all the effort and sacrificed at the beginning prior to ever being in a crash to make sure that these discounts were in place to make sure that these benefits were available. You know the Garden Schwartz case was very important for injured victims, and 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 we're explaining to you why. But the Garden Schwartz case decided by the Colorado Supreme Court basically simply says that the insurance company for the at fault party, the one who rear ended you. That insurance company has to pay the full retail value, $15,000, not the discounted value of $9,000. And they don't want to do that. And they go through all kinds of uh, methods of discovery to try and find out what was actually paid. Uh, They call it the actual paid amounts. But they have to pay the retail value. And Brad hit the nail right on the head. The Colorado Supreme Court, in its reasoning, in its rationale, in holding this this decision and making this decision and making these rules, in essence – relied heavily on on the fact that the insured, the injured person, as Brad just said, paid the premiums all these years. And the Colorado Supreme Court relied heavily on the fact, and they said in their decision, that why should the wrongdoer, the one who rear-ended you and their insurance company, benefit from you, the injured victim, having paid your health insurance premiums for literally years, 
literally years, so that we're not, we, the Supreme Court, are not going to let the insurance company for the at-fault party or the uh, the at-fault party take advantage of the fact that you, the injured victim, got health insurance or protected yourself in one form or another through health insurance, right? Or through insurance to pay your medical bills. That's the example. Now, now, how about the $9,000? Does it have to be paid back? Ever heard of the Makehole Statute? Well, we got a brand new statute in Colorado. It's really pretty good for injured victims. We're going to cover it right after the break. The Makehole Statute. Is there a way to beat this paying the money back? Remember, the title of our show today is Your Injury and Your Money. Why not keep it? Can you do that legally? Gary Bell, Brad Pollock, our law firm is Bell and Pollock. For over 30 years, we've passionately represented injured victims and their families. We know how an injury can affect you, your family, the family structure, the livelihood, the well-being, the emotional consequences. 303-795-5900. Our website, championsofthepeople.com. We'll be right back. Honey, the kids are going nuts. Everybody's stir-crazy. My patience is running thin. It's almost lunchtime. Why don't we go to Caitlin's? Their food is amazing, and they have those awesome baskets filled with fun to keep the kids pacified and entertained. That sounds perfect. What is it you like to get there again? Ooh, for starters, I love their green chili and chicken nachos. Then, I usually get most queso with the ground chuck patty, cheddar, and jack cheese. Diced onions, tomatoes, and green chilies between two warm flour tortillas. Served at the side of green or red chili. Yum! What about you? Well, I'm famished, so I think I'll get one of their 13 sandwiches. Hmm, maybe I'll get one of each. And I, and I love the way you can get their sandwiches made into wraps instead. Maybe one of their bacon green chili cheese burgers or their salads or honey rain it in kids we're going to caitlin's caitlin's restaurant at the corner of mississippi and south birch street just east of colorado boulevard in glendale open monday through friday 6 a.m to 2 p.m and saturday and sunday 6 a.m to 3 p.m caitlin's restaurant you'll love it every bite of the way we're back with Champions of the People, the Bell and Pollock Injury Show. For over three decades, the personal injury attorneys at Bell and Pollock have provided compassionate, personalized legal service. Put their experience to work for you. Go to championsofthepeople.com or call 303-795-5900. Good morning. Welcome back. Fasten your seatbelt. Grab your legal coffee. Your legal bag was ready to rock and roll. Gary Bell, Brad Pollock, our law firm is Bell and Pollock. We have offices in Denver and Steamboat Springs, and we have done cases and jury trials all over the state of Colorado. We do workers' compensation cases. We've written a book on workers' compensation. All the traps are labeled in our book. Go to our website, championsofthepeople.com. You can get any of these books free. You can just download an e-copy free. Cowards of the Street is the name of another book we wrote. Cowards of the Street, Hit and Run. Hit and run. They are cowards of the street. Most of the time, they hit people in the, in the dark of night and leave. They maim them. They injure them. They kill them. What can you do about it? You can go read our book. You can get our book for free, and then you can call us at 303-795-5900. We do all kinds of product liability cases at Bell & Pollock. We do car crash cases, bike crash cases, truck, cre- truck cases, motorcycle cases. You know, we've done a show on, uh, on the product Roundup, manufactured by Monsanto. We've done a show on uh, striker hip implants, the rejuvenate striker hip implants. We've done a show on opioids. We can help you, 303-795-5900. Okay, Brad, let's go back to our subrogation example. You're injured in a car crash. You were rear-ended. You had to treat. 
your life is torn apart, you had $15,000 in medical bills, the outfall insurance company is going to pay you $35,000 to settle your case for the whole case, and now you have to pay the $15,000 back or the discounted value back to the health insurance company. Uh, is there a way, legal way, to beat this? And so we have this whole doctrine called make whole and the make whole statute. So let's hit it. Uh, and and yeah, there may be a, a way under the right circumstances. You may have a chance. The make whole statute um, is is a beginning. I'm not so sure it wasn't a step back from common law. I'm not so sure it wasn't a step forward. But the make whole statute is what we have now, so we live with it. And the, the reason I it, I say that is because there are certain presumptions within the make whole statute of whether or not you get policy limits or don't get policy limits and what that means and what presumption that gives you. But we do have the make whole statute now. And the make whole statute is a, is a remedy, is a state statute. And I say that. Because the first thing you want to do when you start finding out who's going to be paying your insurance premium or your insurance payments to the, to the health care providers is whether this is an ERISA plan that's being paid through your employer uh, through self-funded money, or is it a, an insurance plan that's paying the money through some kind of insurance policy that's been in effect? That's going to be very important. Setting that aside for a minute, and I'm sure we'll get back to it if we have time, but setting that aside for a minute, we have to look at what the Makehole Statute says. The Makehole Statute says that it recognizes that quite often in the past and quite often even now and in the future, when a person gets injured, they do not get full compensation. They don't get 100% compensated for the injuries they've, they've incurred. Not only do they not get full compensation uh, for the, the lost income, and the medical expenses that are out there, they don't get full compensation for things such as the pain and suffering, and they don't get pain, compensation for the loss of enjoyment of life and for the disabilities they've incurred. So the Makehole Statute came about, and the Makehole Statute says simply that if you have not been made whole when you collect your money from the at-fault party, from the insurance company for the at-fault party, you have this ability to send out notice to the health to to the health insurance company or any other payer of benefits any other payer of benefits you have the right to send them a letter saying this is the amount i received this is the attorney's fees i paid this is the cost it cost me i haven't been made whole and therefore i'm not going to give you any money in subrogation i'm not going to give you any money at all you have to qualify under the terms of the statute and it's quite an extensive statute so it's not just automatic it's not easy it's not a slam dunk, but you have to know what you're doing, right? So like we preach for years, you have to have a legal game plan on this part of your case. You have to have a legal game plan or strategy on every part of your case. You can go to our website, championsofthepeople.com, and get our book called Legal Game Plan free. You can download an e-copy free. If any of you want a hard copy of any of our books, just call our law firm at 303-795-5900. That's 795-5900. 5900 and we'll send you a hard copy free. If you want to drop by our law firm and pick it up, we will give you one right there. Free. Hard copy. Okay, so back to our example. Now, this is very serious, very serious stuff. Is there a way? Is there a way that you don't have to pay the uh, health insurance company back in our example? I mean, there's many different examples. We're just covering this one today. Is there a way? So the example was your medical bills were $15,000, and the outfall party's insurance company is going to pay you $35,000 for your injuries. Damages and losses. But let's just say 
your injuries, damages, and losses were worth more than the $35,000. They're worth a lot more. But the $35,000 is the policy limits. That's all the insurance money there is to pay you. So, we need to talk about a presumption. So, you take the $35,000, and it's very critical, Brad, under the statute, that you're then paid the policy limits. Policy limits. Because if you're paid the policy limits, even though your case is worth more, there's a presumption that you were not made whole. There was a legal presumption your case is worth more. And then what happens? Well, therein lies the question. Okay. Uh, If... If you get the policy limits of the at-fault party, then you have a presumption in your favor that you were not made whole. You can send out the letter. And, and remember, one of, the, one of the problems that is included in this is that insurance companies, ERISA plans, all these people who pay benefits on your behalf when you're hurt or when you're sick or whatever, they don't want to pay your attorney's fees either. They don't want to pay your costs. So in order for you to go collect from the at-fault party, you got to go get an attorney. you got to go get costs. I mean, you got to pay costs. And that's money that comes out of your pocket or out of your recovery. Then they, the, 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 the health insurance company comes knocking at the door and says, give us our, our $15,000. And you say, okay, but I had to pay the attorney some money, so you should pay your proportionate share. They go, oh, no, 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 no. We don't want to pay any attorneys. We want you to pay for all the attorneys. And so now you're getting to give them back their money. You paid the premiums, and now you're paying for the lawyers to go get the money. The, 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 no, uh, the, the make whole statute says that if you send them a letter when you've collected the policy limits, saying you've collected the policy limits, identifying your costs, identifying your attorney's fees, that, and once again, this can't be an ERISA plan, but if it's any other kind of plan, that the insurance company now gets no money. Or at a minimum, if it's going to get some money, in case you collect less than policy limits, it's going to also have to pay its fair share of the attorney's fees and costs. So right. it's very important that if you get policy limits, you give this notice. You've got to do it within 60 days of getting the money. You've got to get the notice out to make sure that you're not having to give them back any of the subrogated money. So there's a way to do it under the statute. So under our example, let's go back to our example. You were paid $35,000 by the at-fault party's insurance company. That was their policy limit. That's all the insurance money there was on that side of the transaction. We're not talking about your UIM money, which we preach about all the time. So the insurance company paid you the $35,000 policy limits. Therefore, that triggers the presumption under the statute. It's not conclusive. The presumption that you were not made whole, that your case was worth more than that. You were not paid enough money. Once that presumption is triggered... The notice goes out. Brad said a letter goes out. Correct. A notice goes out to the health insurance company that wants their fifteen grand, and it says we were paid policy limits, and it says um, th- th- it was it's presumed that uh, this this injured person, our client, was not made whole. It's presumed their injuries were worth more than that, and so you have sixty days, Mister and Mrs. Insurance Company, to object. But they only have a very limited way to object. And you should sit in our office and see the letters that come in from these insurance companies once we give them the notice that our client was uh, presumed not to, be, uh, not to be made whole, presumed that their case was more than the $35,000. They object. They send us letters and say, you can't do that. That's not a proper objection under the statute. They send us letters that says, wait a minute, we have a subrogation right. That's not a proper objection under the statute. They're screaming. They don't like it. They, don't, they want their money. But you were paid policy limits. You were presumed not to be made whole. And therefore, they have to beat the presumption. So, the statutory scheme, Brad, provides a way 
for you to set and process the procedures whereby hopefully you can keep the money. So so let's just talk a little bit about what is the what's the procedure they have to follow the insurance company because if they send you these letters and say you can't do that, that's not doesn't cut it. Right. The insurance company can try and negotiate with you, and that's fine if you talk to them. The insurance company can try and discuss it. They can give you their their explanation, their reasoning, which is good. It's always good to have that information and determine what you're going to do. But ultimately, if the insurance company wants to enforce its rights on, from this make whole letter, it's got 60 days from the time of getting the make whole letter to come in and ask for arbitration. And that's what they've got to do. They've got to start the arbitration proceedings. They've got to ask for the arbitration. If they don't ask for the arbitration, then they don't have a claim after that time period. That's if the make whole statute applies to them. And in most cases, it's going to apply to them. Uh, so it's fine for the lawyer to discuss matters and to negotiate matters and see if you can't get it worked out. But ultimately, the, what you're looking for is to determine whether or not you're going to be forced to arbitration. And if you're going to be forced to arbitration, are you going to have to prove your case then to an arbitrator or maybe a panel of three as you start trying to determine who's going to make the decisions as to whether you've been made whole? You know, and, and don't sit there and think that this sounds too complicated. This can be solved. We can handle this. Oh, my gosh, Gary, Brad, you're talking about arbitration. You're talking about jury trials. You're talking about claims in the insurance company. We can do this for you. We do it all the time. Successfully, 303-795-5900-795-5900. So, you're injured. So, you're rear-ended. And you got medical bills. And now, your health insurance company wants their money back once you've been paid the policy limits. But it's been presumed that you haven't been made whole. It's been, been presumed your case is worth more than that. So how does this really work? How do you get to keep the money? Bell and Pollock will tell you in just a few minutes. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Gary Bell with the law firm of Bell and Pollock. We are injury attorneys. This is your legal minute. We're talking about legal game plans today. What difference does it make? Listen, you've been injured in a car crash. It's not an ordinary day or event for you, but it is for the insurance company. You need a legal game plan as to how the accident happened. What was the mechanism of injury? How did you get hurt? What body parts are hurt? Maybe it's a cervical part of your neck. Maybe it's a lumbar part of your spine, the low back. You need a legal game plan for the accident. You need a legal game plan for your damages, injuries, and losses and how to prove them to the insurance company for the at-fault party. If you don't, you're guessing. You wouldn't guess at a recipe. You wouldn't guess at a blueprint. You wouldn't guess at directions. You need a legal game plan. Bell and Pollock will give you one. Championsofthepeople.com. Bell and Pollock. Find them online at championsofthepeople.com. It's Mandy Connell, and it's time for your Legal Minute. Brought to you by my friends at Bell and Pollock. Listen to their show right here on KOA every Saturday at 10 a.m. Hi, I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell and Pollock. We are injury attorneys. This is your Legal Minute. Today, we're talking about MedPay. What is MedPay, by the way? MedPay is on your own car insurance policy. It's there to pay your medical bills in case you're injured in a car crash, a collision. It's there to pay your medical bills, your reasonable and necessary medical bills, and they pay your 
your medical bills regardless of fault. Therefore, you want your med pay as high as you can afford. Buy the highest limits you can get. We say this all the time. And by the way, if the accident is not your fault and you recover money from the at-fault party, then you don't have to pay the med pay back. That's how important this is. Gary Bell, Bell and Pollock, Champions of the People. Give us a call. We'll help you. Bell and Pollock. Find them online at championsofthepeople.com. We're back with Champions of the People, the Bell and Pollock Injury Show. For over three decades, the personal injury attorneys at Bell and Pollock have provided compassionate, personalized legal service. Put their experience to work for you. Go to championsofthepeople.com or call 303-795-5900. Good morning. Welcome back. Gary Bell, Brad Pollock. Our law firm is Bell and Pollock. We have offices in Denver and Steamboat Springs, and we are injury attorneys and we are available to help you anytime, 24-7. Call our law firm, 303-795-5900, 795-5900. Any time of the day or night, we'll be glad to get in touch with you, help you solve your problems, issues, injury cases. We do workers' compensation cases. We do all kinds of automobile vehicle cases, motorcycles, bicycles, trucks, garbage trucks, cars, pickups, everything. And we've done it for years. You can go to our website, championsofthepeople.com. You can see some of our results there. You can get our free books at our website. You can call our law firm. We'll send you a hard copy of our book, 303-795-5900. Also, we've done shows on the the product Roundup, manufactured by Monsanto, uh, hip implant devices, hernia mesh devices, you see the hernia mesh problems, opioids, right? Okay, so you can get the information there. You can call us for a free initial consultation and a free legal game plan. You need a strategy. You need strategies to beat the insurance company. Back to our example, subrogation. You were rear-ended. Your medical bills are $15,000. The at-fault insurance company pays you $35,000 policy limits. Those are very important words. If you don't get the policy limits, a different legal presumption applies, but we're talking about now you get the policy limits. So then you send the notice out to the health insurance company or indoor providers or to the people and payers of providers uh, as defined under the statute. That can get a little complicated. We can solve it. You send the notice out, and Brad, when they, when you send, they, and they do it all the time with us. They send us letters back and say, you can't do that. Uh, we object. We have a right of subrogation under our insurance company contract. You have to pay us back. But they never demand arbitration. Because if they don't demand arbitration under the statute specifically, what happens? Well, if they don't demand arbitration under the statute specifically, they're going to lose the right to to make that claim for the for the subrogated amount. Period. I mean, if they do make the claim, if they do seek the arbitration, they could have some other problems because you have a presumption in your favor. If you've got policy limits, they've got to overcome the presumption uh, most of the time, ninety nine percent of the time. If the if the car insurance company for the at fault party who caused the crash is giving you their policy limits, it's because your injuries, damages, and losses exceed those policy limits by so much that it, it's it's ridiculous. I Bingo. Mean, uh, that it, there's no question that their that their amounts are 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 not enough to make you whole, because believe me, car insurance companies don't even want to pay you for non-economic losses. They don't even want to pay you 
for for those other elements other than maybe medical bills. And as we've stated earlier in the show, they don't even want to pay the retail value of the medical bills. They want to pay something less. So if you've gotten to the point where you're getting their policy limits, you know the injury is very, very um, or, or the value of the injury very much exceeds the amount that they're paying you. So the by the health insurance company coming in and asking for uh, arbitration at that point, they're probably going to lose. But if they don't ask for it at all, you don't have to worry. Right. I mean, so you, you sit there and wait the 60 days, you give them the notice, and you wait to see if they're going to demand arbitration. I mean, if they send you the letters uh, that we're talking about, and there's all kinds of variety of letters, I can't go through every one of them, you, you don't have a duty triggered. You don't have to do anything. What you have to move on is once they make a demand for arbitration. And that doesn't mean you're going to win at arbitration. There's all kinds of ins and outs of that. But most of the time, they don't demand arbitration. As Brad just said, when you've been paid policy limits by an insurance company, they have considered, the insurance company has already considered, your injuries are worth more than that. You really haven't been made whole because there was not enough insurance money to pay you. In our example, the $35,000. That's the policy limits. That's all the insurance there was to pay you. So it's presumed you weren't made whole. You give the notice, and and you wait the 60 days, and if they don't specifically demand arbitration and jump through the hoops of the statute, then they don't get their money back. You know, Brad, in our example, then then the uh, the $15,000, the health insurance company wouldn't get paid back. The $9,000 discounted value we were talking about, the health insurance company doesn't get paid back. And who does get paid that money? That money goes to the injured party, whom it to whom it should go, because the injured party is the one who, once again, remember the basics. The injured party is the one who got hurt, who didn't do anything wrong. The outfall party hurt you. Why should they get any benefit? The insurance company, who's not getting paid back that amount, has already collected your premiums. So why should they be getting the money anyway? They've already collected the premiums. They're not going to reduce the amount of your premiums. As a matter of fact, chances are you'll have an increase in premiums, although there's some questions as to whether they can do that if it's not an outfall injury. Uh, or, or an at-fault accident by you. But the health insurance company, though you know, is going to increase their premiums. So why shouldn't it stay with you? It's 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 nothing more than really compensating you for all those years you've been paying the premiums and in all those years you're going to pay them in the future when you're, you're not taking advantage of any of the medical care because you've been healthy. So it's going to stay with you, and that's really who it should stay with. Right. Now, we're talk- not talking about certain statutory liens like Medicaid or Medicare or ERISA plans, Form 5500s under the Internal Revenue Service Guidelines. Uh, those are different subjects, and they happen a lot, or, or short-term disability payments or long-term disability payments, because many times uh, people come in and they have had to apply for short-term disability payments. It's accident took them out of their game plan, their livelihood. So we're talking about the make-hold statute, and there are ways that you get to keep the money. The title of our show today, right? It's your injury. It's your money. Why not keep it? Ask the question again. Why not keep it? Well, sometimes you can't. Sometimes you do have to pay them back. But sometimes you don't. And if you don't follow the right procedures, you don't even have a chance. No chance. And you, for your life, for your family, for your injury, for your recovery, you want a chance. 303-795-5900-795-5900. Bell and Pollock, our website, championsofthepeople.com. It's why we call this the Champions of the People Injury Show. We are injury attorneys. So what have we learned today so far? Let's kind of just recap a little bit. An example of $35,000 paid, that was policy limits. Your medical bills were $15,000. 
We had $9,000 of discounted medical bills. The insurance company actually paid, the health insurance company actually paid to the doctors. They didn't pay the fifteen grand. Under the Garden Schwartz case, Brad, let's recap that one more time. What rights do you have against the, as the injured victim against the outfall insurance company uh, under the Garden Schwartz for the $15,000 instead of the $9,000? Not only do you have the right to collect that $15,000, uh, the, the the court the Supreme Court pretty much stated that the nine thousand dollar figure the lesser amount doesn't even get placed before the jury it doesn't come into play why because there's so many factors that then would the door would be open to why is it nine thousand why is it de- reduced to that number what are all the factors that would be w- that would come into play and how do you explain those to a jury how do you get it out so that the jury can do the analysis that the Supreme Court already did that in the last analysis, that shouldn't be considered. It shouldn't be, you, you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be doing anything about it. You should be just simply looking at the retail value and paying the retail value, which is the usual and customary, reasonable and necessary amount that, to take care of the injury that was sustained. That's a real good point because the retail value, that's a great point, Brad. The retail value you might be sitting there, well, if only 9000 was paid, why does the injured person get to recover the $15,000? Because that's the market value. That's the reasonable value in the marketplace. That's the necessary value. Just because the health insurance provider or the doctor contracted with uh, health insurance company XYZ to accept a lesser amount doesn't re- reduce the fact that this person who rear-ended you, make, you made you get $15,000 worth of valuable market value treatment and that's what you can recover under the Garden Schwartz case. And that was a seminal case in Colorado, and it, it, it eliminated all these arguments of uh, wh- what do you have to recover from, what can you put into evidence, the $9,000 or the $15,000. Well, you get the $15,000. And, by the way, that's what you use. That's the number you use to value your case to recover from the outfall party's insurance company. Okay, so we, we learned the Garden Schwartz case today. Brad, let's recap the Maykoll statute uh, real, real, real uh, quick. Well, the make whole statute has two, actually two elements, and we didn't cover one. It's if you get less than policy limits. But if you get more than policy, or if you get the policy limits, you can send out a letter. And if you get less, you can send out the same letter. Sure. And, and the, just the presumptions have changed. You can still take the action. If you, get, if you get policy limits, you can send out a letter identifying certain specific information you have to identify that needs to be placed before the, the health care provider insurance company. Uh, the health insurance company or the payer benefits is what they call them. And once you place that before them, they have 60 days to seek arbitration. And their job is at that point is to prove and overcome the very strong presumption that you were not made whole. And if they don't send out the request for arbitration, they don't get the money. But you got to recover policy limits. And you might be sitting there saying, wow, you guys give us valuable information. You got my head swimming this morning. I'm swimming. Let's unswim your head. I don't even know sure that's a word, but let's do it anyway. We can do this for you. 303-795-5900, 795-5900, Gary Bell, Brad Pollock, our website, championsofthepeople.com. The forms are there. The books are there. The podcasts are there. Years of work we put into this website for you. Years of work we put into these shows for you. We're here for you. 303 303- Seven nine five five nine zero zero, and I'll tell you what: when you come into our law firm, you don't just get a gloss over, you don't just get a meet and greet. Hi, how are you? We want your case. What you get is initial consultation free, and what you get 
is a free legal game plan strategy. And what you also get in that game plan is you understand how this works. You understand what you need to do. You understand what the insurance company can do and can't do and what they try to do. Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that be refreshing? Wouldn't that be helpful? Bell and Pollock, over 30 years of experience for you, your injured victims, your family, your loved ones. 303-795-5900 or championsofthepeople.com because we are your champions of the people. See you next week.